Thank you for tuning in to Uncommon Women, a podcast that provides a platform for women of all walks of life to share their upbringings, life lessons learned, experiences, and journeys to come. Uncommon Women speaks on topics that can relate to all women. We share, we listen, we laugh, we cry, and we empower each other to be the best uncommon woman that they can be. Ultimately, we are cultivating a global movement of women supporting women. Women supporting entrepreneurship, relationships, self-love, and so much more. We inspire each other to make an impact on this world for the better. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe to Uncommon Women. Now, finally, grab a seat, get comfortable, and hear from your wonderful host, Shanira and Jenny Lee. Good evening. Thank you for tuning in to Uncommon Women. I'm Shanira. And I'm Jenny Lee. And today we have an amazing guest speaker that's going to come on and share her testimony in regards to um, jumping out of her shell and being an introvert and actually helping others. Um, To tell you a little bit about Julia, she is an inspiring business owner who is also a blogger. Uh, She's actually an upcoming author, which I'm super excited about as well. Um, But what she does is she helps and inspires other introverted business owners on how to gain visibility. Uh, She has recently started her business as a ghostwriter for service providers who needed blogging services. And she also hopes to inspire more introverts to utilize the PR marketing platforms to gain more exposure for their brands. So thank you, Julie, for tuning in and being a part of Uncommon Women. We are so thrilled to have you as a guest speaker today. Um, Thank Thank you. you. (laughs) Um, Is there anything that you wanted to add that we we didn't go over in, in regards to your bio, anything that you would like? everyone to know? Um, no, I mean, I think you pretty much knocked it out of the ballpark. But thank you so much on Common Women for having me and for letting me share my testimony and uh, to gain that more visibility and to help other people as well, just, uh, um, you know, be their true authentic self. And uh, that's what's really important right now. Yes, 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 yes. yes. We definitely do need some more um, mm-hmm. authentic people in the world. And we appreciate you for coming on and um, sharing your testimony. So before we get into all the good stuff, can you tell us a little bit about your life and how was it growing up? Sure. Um, so as uh, so uh, I am from Montreal, apparently, from originally. And uh, what had happened was um, I am somebody that has been undiagnosed with uh autism and uh, it was something that I've lived with like all my all through my like childhood but it was never really officially um, as I could as I said officially diagnosed and uh, I had gone through a lot of the symptoms and uh, also one of the biggest factors that played a was very very important like it was um social like my social skills were I was very I was lacking in that but I was like well because I think I didn't have the proper social skills to interact with a lot of people but also I was also an introvert as well and when you're an introvert it's kind of hard for you to like you know be around big groups of people and you always want to be alone so um there were those factors as well but like I would say like I would probably autism played a lot because it you know you you miss social cues you don't know how to interact with people so it it was very hard for me like uh, having to grow up and uh, having to deal with that and then like as a result of that I started a new school in the third grade and kids didn't, didn't understand me because they thought I was weird that I didn't talk much I didn't have much I didn't speak a lot in class I was painfully shy and I didn't really interact with a lot of people so like they kind of shunned me and alienated me to a point where like one kid in class was kind of just you know got the whole class turned against me because he was just like you know you know I don't know 
bullying, but sometimes you have like one bully in the class and he's just kind of manipulates everybody without even knowing it. And then now, so it, that was like one dark period in life and I had to go to school every day and just like, gosh, you know, how am I going to this without like somebody making fun of me or like treating me like an So anyway, in short, I, I didn't manage to get through that. It did happen throughout my uh throughout my elementary school the time and then I switched schools but I still had a chat I still was very introverted and still very shy and I'm still mm-hmm. very um tra- I, I went through that traumatic experience and it was still haunting me and I it was just hard for me to like come out of my shell I would say it started like um when I was a little bit older like when I went to college and university and I started a little bit more out of my shell but I mean like when it comes to like being introverted and dealing with a disability it's so much there's so much adversity and there's so much you have to work through <laughs> wow, that's yeah. that has to be tough, especially the whole school, you know, just turning around on you. I, I would probably, as a kid, was there times where you would just make stuff up not to want to go to school, like tell your parents that you were sick, or you just kind of like dealt with it? Yes, yeah, I, I think so. That I think I can recall that there were times where I felt like really nervous and like my stomach would hurt, and because I was just dreading you know, having to go and having to face, like, I wouldn't say the kids in my school but like my class treated me kind of funny and I didn't want to be there I was just so uncomfortable and I was just like it, it was tough you know like just enjoying my childhood in that sense I mean I was lucky that I was able to have some kids in my neighborhood because I was older than them but my own peers like you know they treated me like I was just uh you know like a piece of garbage and uh, I didn't want to say that word but it's just you know when people are different yeah. they don't know how to react to that kind of things that's true. Yeah. Were you able to confide in anyone when you got bullied for being shy and, you know, not speaking out to others? Uh, I would say my mother, actually. Like, she was my rock and she was my voice. Like, I didn't have a voice at that time because I was somebody that, well, it was a people pleaser and didn't, uh, mm-hmm. you know, didn't know how to make a scene and didn't know how to stand up for myself. So, like, I would go and, you know, complain to my mom, oh, you know, this the kid is bothering me or this kid is bothering me and she's like okay I'll go handle it and she would literally come to the school and just talk to the people for me mama bear so that's why she was like my she was my yeah and the kid was like why are you always bringing your mom but I was like you know at the time I probably it probably felt stupid but at the same time like it, it she was like that voice that I didn't have so like I'll always appreciate her for yeah. that you know and uh you know I learned a lot from that so I think uh, uh, having that experience taught me to like, you know, now it's time for me to blow my voice because now I want to be seen and heard. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, when you started getting bullied, did your mom ever no- did notice any like, did she notice that you were acting different or strange at any time? And that's, that's what, before you confided in her before, because usually when somebody gets bullied, you know, they, they, they act different and the parents always asking them like, hey, what's going on? And then, you know, you, when she, uh, like Shanara said and asked you, you know, like when, you know, with the excuses not going to school, did, did she notice anything was wrong with you prior before you confided in her and, tell, and you told her? Um, no, because I think it be, at this point it was like an everyday occurrence. So I think she okay. just kind of knew, just automatically. So did anybody bother you today or did anybody do something okay. to you today? So I think it was, you know, she kind of like, she knew who I was already and what type of person I was. So she was just easily sensitive or just, it was just like, okay, 
be on it. Nobody's bothering her. You know, let's take care of it. So, you know, that first instinct kind of, yeah. Mm -hmm. So after your mother, you know, she came and been your protector through all, all the bullying and, you know, just being there for you, how did you adapt to the negativity? Now, not only being bullied for being shy and having everyone turn against you, but I'm sure everyone always like, oh, she calls her mom for everything. How did you adapt to that type of negativity in school? Uh, I mean, obviously, I guess it, it made them, I mean, once she spoke to them that they did kind of lay off and did have a little bit of respect for me. They probably didn't like, but I think it was just, you know, that was what I felt like I had to do. Like I felt mm -hmm. like I had to do to survive because nowadays, like with the amount of, like you can see in the media, like there's kids that don't position that don't have that support and don't have that network. So they don't talk, they, they get bullied or they get harassed and they don't speak to anybody about it. And then look what happens there's suicide and there's like shootings and all right. that because they're yeah. like you know they keep it up inside so much and then it's like they snap so and i think like now when i think about it like what we went through like i talked to her and i coached through it and kind of you know give me that confidence and that uh you know to to and myself you know help me with my self-worth and who knows how i would have been you know I, like she kept me grounded in yeah. that way so um I, at the time i was doing a good thing like yes you know like uh, she was my voice she spoke to me and now they could leave me alone i was just just day you know what i mean like I, I could go to school the next day and have a much better they're not you know bothering me so i just i don't know i've always been like a different person in that way resilient in that way like it's like okay you know i didn't let it get to me well that's good that you had some tough skin in the long run because people can be so rude and yes. mean and mm -hmm. like you said suicide is mm -hmm. is sky high you know it is for for children or teens that aren't able to to adapt or you know deal with that type of negativity mm -hmm. um so i'm 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 glad that you didn't take that route and that you were able to just move past that. Um, so moving forward past elementary and, you know, going into middle school and, you know, finding out that you were diagnosed with um, uh, a disability and then also finding out on top of being an introvert. Do you know there's four different types of introverts? So do you know what type you are? Uh, well, from what I searched, uh, I between like a social and a restraint. So social is like somebody that is can be sociable, but not doesn't necessarily like to be around big groups. They like to be around small, big, mm. small groups, like I'll have a few friends and uh, be mm -hmm. very comfortable. And then there's a restraint, which is like an uh, introvert who uh, warm up to people. So I find like I'm a bit of both. So and that's how I've always been. And I guess that's how I still am. But okay. I, I'm, I'm starting to kind of break out of that shell too because if I didn't do that, talking to you guys, I, like a, you know, an introvert doesn't really just like hop on a, a, a camera. <laughs> no, they, they don't. don't know. So I mean, maybe, maybe now there's an extrovert side coming out. <laughs> that's that's hey, baby steps. So, yeah, I guess you yep, could say yep, uh, you know, definitely. introvert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so introvert to become more of an extrovert. <laughs> okay, and. And it's um it's great practice to start with us first of all because we're like the most down to earth people that you could possibly probably um, extrovert <laughs> <laughs> extremely oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we we want everybody to be comfortable we want everybody exactly. to mm -hmm. 
enjoy being in your own skin and mm -hmm. we don't care what others think you know we mm -hmm. we this is a safe space on the podcast to be yourself and be open and speak on anything that's in your heart because we want you to be able to share your thoughts and not be judged yeah this is a judge free zone yeah and and i, I <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a judge-free zone. And I applaud you for coming on and, you know, just taking the step to actually speak on this because we have a lot of people in the world that's introverts that don't, this is not their their um, field of what they want to do, but they want to branch out and do businesses. But this is not something that they're comfortable with doing. So, mm -hmm. so this is a, a good strategy for other people to actually learn and engage and to see how you were able to actually do it. Yep, so, I agree. Where did your where did this start yeah. with you? Where did the change start of wanting to fight back and to do more than just being in your own shell and wanting to branch out? Because I think like a lot of other experiences I've been through as well. And I'll tell you another experience too, like, uh, you know, the effect of me being an introvert and then not having my voice was also my very first job uh, while I was going to university and uh, had a very tough manager and she put a lot of stress on me or a lot of stress on the whole, you know, um, whole company or because it was just like you know i was working in customer service and it's always like go 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 and then like she was just somebody who was just very strict and she just didn't um she she didn't know how to manage properly and then you could obviously tell that she wore her stress on her sleeve and then she would take it out on other people other people mm -hmm. and then eventually what happened like I, I stayed there for three years and then it's like the stress even took a toll on my uh, physical uh, health because and i ended up starting getting high blood pressure and then like after that my heart it turned into something more and then like i was getting like these little angina attacks and then yeah i ended up with like coronary artery disease and that could have been something that was manifesting since i was a little kid but because i went through this whole stressful ordeal and then uh, this kind of like you know made me kind of look uh, having a different outlook on things and then also not having the voice to stand up to her and just quit or just, yeah. you know because i needed the job yeah. but then and then also like uh it was it was just really tough time you know because i had to think of like well i have to put myself through school but then i also got to deal with this crap too so it was another learning experience too that i had to deal with uh, and learn to stand up for myself and not take this tolerate this or else you know i could have been dead in the ground and uh, you know we don't need that so right. so what really made me change is also, I always, after that experience, I said, you know what, I want to own, I want to own a business of my own and I want to make sure that I don't tolerate and treat people like crap and I don't, I don't, mm. I know how to manage and I know how to express my voice and uh, tell people how I feel. So uh, from since then, I've always been seeing like I have to like work for myself and I have to make sure that my voice is always heard. So I, w I would say that was like a big instance too. So that and then having what, what happened to me as well. So if that answers That's your question. Amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. You found you just like had enough and just found your voice. And sometimes it just takes for us to go through certain things in our life to like find that voice. And I applaud you for that. Yeah. Finally, like, you know what? I'm not going to deal with this crap anymore. And you found your voice. No. Yeah. Um, and after that, I had to like, oh, yeah. No, go ahead. Finish. Go ahead. <laughs> 
I had to, well, another thing too, after the, when I went through those experiences, I said, you know what, it's also got to avoid a negativity. You don't want to be around so much toxicity. Mm-hmm. And those two yeah. instances were had a lot of toxicity. So even like I had to take a look at my, uh, you know, who, my relationships in my life, like my friends and the type of people I were attracting. And I was just like, I had to eliminate that toxicity in my life too, because if I wanted to start fresh and I wanted to, you know, have some positive uh, impact and I just, I could not, uh, I had to take, you know, start cutting people off that were just bringing me down and like sucking all my energy. So that was also another breaking point as well Hmm. to like, you know, get rid of that negativity. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, also, can you speak on some ways to help, uh, other introverts, get over the fear of being socially awkward. You know, I I can imagine you were there at one point and now you're able to speak and express yourself. As an introvert, I think uh, (laughs) I have to think about it, but it's like really, uh, (laughs) I guess like just listening to my testimony and you know, like uh, definitely, first and foremost definitely try to get rid of all that negativity in your life but somebody like I guess because I had a, a disability I think it was just I would do what I did was try to put myself more out there so like I took a lot of jobs that required me to have to force myself to talk to people and like okay. the, I was always like in the front face and that's how I was able to do this so um it's it's kind of different in that situation because like I said I'm I'm dealing with this so I had to kind of learn to find a way but I think it's because I was always highly motivated and highly ambitious that I was able to like succumb through that but I mean it's all about baby steps at the end of the day so you know yeah. just uh you know go in and talk to somebody say hi how are you you know like uh, the, I think the other day somebody approached me on the street and just started randomly talking to me and then he was like yeah I'm an introvert too but I'm my, I set a goal for myself that I'm going to speak to at least one person that one stranger or one person that I don't know mm-hmm. and so like wow. that, that's something that could help as well yeah so um it it really all depends on uh what type of because i mean i i can't really it's it's all different advice for people i could just say get out there but mm-hmm. not everybody's comfortable with that and like we mentioned yeah. there's four different four different types of introverted people so it really all depends on where you fall so it, it's really hard to say like what type of advice but i would just say just uh you know if you really really want to have your voice heard then you're definitely uh, like somebody like me who's in the business world, I'm using like PR marketing skills. So now I want to talk about you know, my story in magazines and books and in podcasts and, and whatnot. And so it's, you know, just getting a story out there will make you feel good. And it's very therapeutic as well. So I, I, I think that's how an introvert should, uh, if they want to turn into an extrovert, I think they just got to take these little baby steps or just figure out a strategy. That's really good. And I think networking events are really good as well. Um, stepping out in your Mm -hmm. shell and um, trying to be social and things like that. Uh, Have you ever been to any networking events? Uh, I've been to a couple of pop-up, I think one pop-up shop, like, and I was like inspired that, yes, I'm going to have to start selling some digital products. But uh, I think I I have been like, uh, because I was wanting to do, wanted to own a business. So I was looking at little franchises and I guess those type of networking events, but I like them. I I, I would definitely love to go to more if I can, you know, so I'm hoping that I could like scale my business that way as well. (laughs) That's good. Do you get anxiety um, being around new people for a long period of time or just um, trying new things when you first started coming out of your shell or um, from time to time now, or do you feel a little bit more comfortable? 
I want it's funny when uh, when I read that question and I was like, you know, um it's like, like yes, it's common that with around new people, you're going to get more shy and you're going to get more, you know, you're not going to be yourself. But I'm still like that, even with people that I've known for a long time. Like oh, sometimes wow. I'll go to a, f- a friend of wow. a, f- I go to a friend of a friend's party, and then I know these people for like years, but I still can't muster up the courage to like, you know, just have a regular conversation with them. I just feels I still feel awkward and out of place. So, and I'm also somebody that's like, like I'm a social introvert to a to an extent. Like I love my, you know, I love having my little close group of friends. But then when it's you know a part of somebody where there's 20 people or there's 15 people, and I'm not exactly 100% close with them, I still kind of clam up a little bit, and I still want to stay in the mm-hmm. corner and just talk yeah, to my friend, right. you know. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so sometimes even with strangers, I, I feel I'm a lot, hell of a lot more comfortable than it's like than with people that I've known for so long. Wow, <laughs> I don't know yeah. if you guys feel that way, but yeah, <laughs> it's like it's it's like the opposite. Well, I I can see how you can feel that way because it's like people really strangers really don't know you like mm-hmm. the you. so yeah. it's like easier for you to just not necessarily act but like step out of your comfort zone because they're just getting to know you for the first time versus people that you already know. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can see how that's that's a possibility. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, yeah. And yeah, sometimes you, you realize that like, oops, when you're speaking to strangers that you have, it's easier and more comfortable because sometimes you realize, hey, I have more in common with this person than someone that I've known for already like 10 years and I hardly mm-hmm. have anything in common mm-hmm. with, so. Mm-hmm. Very true, very true. That's so true. And then, you know, you can just have that whole conversation and build sort of a relationship with the stranger because you probably have gone, have relatable stories in a way. And you're just like, so you get comfortable with them because you're like, you're more comfortable speaking to them because, you know, you might never see them again. So it's like, okay, you know, I don't have to see them again. I won't have the anxiety or the, or the discomfort of ever seeing them again, because, you know, whatever I said to them, you know, can just go away and, you know, as instead of like the people that you know, you know, they'll bring it up again and talk about it, something that you don't want to talk about. So. Yeah, for sure. But I also had something to say with in regards to like how to make introverts like uh, step more out of their comfort zone. Something okay. I live with uh, Steve Harvey, like I'm sure you know, obviously everybody knows, but he always used to have this mantra about get comfortable with being uncomfortable. So I always try to live by that mm-hmm. as well. And I think that's something that introverts nice. and even extroverts should try to, uh, you know, live with, uh, try to go by, especially if they're trying to get out of their comfort zone and trying to be more social or just trying to try different things. Like you gotta, you know, you gotta get out of that uncomfortable place. Get out of that comfortable place mm-hmm. to get uncomfortable. Yes. And somebody, for example, somebody like me who's like talking to you right now, but I I couldn't have done this maybe five, ten years ago because I was deathly afraid of showing my face on camera. I didn't like to, you know, I didn't like people seeing me for like who I was because I was so I was like my worst critic. I'd be so hard on myself. So mm-hmm. this is like a big step for me. And this year, for some reason, it just took off. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna, you know. I'm going to try something. I'm going to get comfortable with being uh, uncomfortable. And so far it's working. Like as the more you do this, it gets easier and easier. So hopefully that could be a little shining light for some introverts to just, you know, just do it. <laughs> mm, I like that. I like that. Um, that is amazing. That is amazing. Um, can you speak on some myths about introverts? Well, one, they say that uh, we don't like people, but that's not necessarily the case. You can see that, uh, you know, we do like people, but it's just like it, it's all depends on our comfort level. 
and uh, like some people, some introverts could still be around a lot of people, and some could mm-hmm. be around very few people, or they get very anxious around people, or they're just uh, they're just like to be by themselves all the time, and they just off thinking and being too reflective. And but I mean, I think the biggest one I've heard for an introvert is I don't like people, but no, it's not necessarily the case. So. I like people, but I can only take them in small doses. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. 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 That's understandable. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Being as though you, uh, you shy away from, you know, meeting new people and, you know, just staying with the people that you have in your circle and being close with the people that you have in a circle. uh, Do you struggle with different relationships or dating or things like that? Um, that's a good one. Um, I do, I guess I could say I do struggle in, with it. I don't really like to talk much about it, but all, all I could tell you is that, yeah, sometimes like, I'm like the, the um, what is it called? Sorry, the restrained, the restrained introvert comes out because I'm somebody that likes to take the time to get to know somebody. And that's not always the case when you're dating because people, they just want it fast and furious sometimes, or some people mm-hmm. just want to get to know, get to know you quickly so they can know if you're the one or not, and then they can move, move on to the next person. But like I said, I, I like to establish genuine relationships before, I'm like more comfortable. I'm not so. Um, sorry, can you repeat the question again? Yeah, I was just asking. Like, do you struggle with different relationships? We talked a little bit about you know friendships, and that you say that you you're good with just the people you have in your circle. Um, so I just wanted to hear from like an introvert's perspective in regards to dating. Um, do you struggle with relationships and trying to meet new people as far as when it comes to dating, or are you married, or what is your relationship status? Well, right now I'm currently single, and uh, right now I'm I'm perfectly okay with that because I'm trying to develop myself and then hopefully become a little, take, you know, get that little introvert out of you know out to become more of a little extrovert, so then I can meet that right person. But uh, going back to your question, yeah, like uh, because like online dating sometimes it does intimidate me a little bit because it's just like too much going on there and it's like you know i would just rather just you know meet somebody organically where it could just be much easier to have a conversation so i guess mm-hmm. that could be a little uh, intimate that could be a little overwhelming for an, for an mm-hmm. introvert so that's why i kind of try to avoid that avoid that space because it's like more you know extroverted people you you always hear that they're the ones who are always uh, successful with their dating but not as necessarily the case introverts can do it too but it just mm-hmm. might take us longer it might take us more time so because you like to get to know the person and you you want to build that relationship. So I can understand. Um, yeah, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Take your time. And I think that's important. You know, in reality, we need to take time in relationships and get into know people anyways. Either you're an introvert or extrovert. Right. You know, it, it, that is important. You can't just, like you said, um, Julie, you know, you can't, people mm-hmm. want to get to know you and just jump the broom. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, no, and I'm, but, I'm not about that you know so mm-hmm. maybe before 10 years ago but now like you know i'm almost 40 years years old so i'm looking for something substantial at this point so yes girl mm-hmm. yes as you should as you should as you should be as you should be building that foundation because we do live in a society where a lot is just microwaved you know you got mm-hmm. doordash you got uber we got everything mm-hmm. that just can come to you and you can get where you want to go quickly and relationships shouldn't be the same way nope agree so no, that's great sure. so. taking your time absolutely um you talked yeah. about um 
how you're uh, you're building your business. Can you speak a little bit about your business? And also, I know you have mentioned that you have a book. Can you also speak on that as well? Okay, so uh, um, so like I said, I'll, I'll kind of jump back a little bit to the beginning. So when uh, when I said uh, I wanted to own a business, I finally decided I wanted to do something in the online space. Uh, I wanted to work remotely, be, have flexibility and freedom. And then I decided that, okay, maybe a freelancer or a virtual assistant might be something that I could dip my toes into. So then I took some courses, I tried it, and uh, I realized I really love to create content, which is like blogging, social media captions, and purposing the content. So um, I haven't really per se, I could really say like it's not, hasn't been 100% sex successful as of yet because um, I work full-time as well. I forgot to mention that I, I have a job in a hospital. I work, uh, you know, customer service, but then, you know, and I'm at this when I'm not uh, doing that and I'm trying to like build this business. So I've been taking a lot of like interning work to gain that, gain those skills. And um, for some reason, like uh, along the way, like it seemed like the Lord was pivoting me to like be more of a coach or be more of like go into PR marketing to really like, you know, tell my story to the world because I, I watched a lot of uh, motivational speakers that uh, always sharing their story and they're so vulnerable. And I think for somehow it, it attracted me and it, it made it admire. I was admired by that. And I was like, you know what, I have a story to tell. I'll do the same thing too. So not only am I trying to now, you know, help other business owners create their content, like, especially when it comes to introverts or anyone with minor disabilities, but I'm also trying to help them find their voice in the online space and help them, you know, to, to tell their story, amplify their voices if they never had the chance. So, uh, in regards to my book now, like uh, I've been fighting for over a couple of months now to be launching my ebook, and it's called "From Pain to Passion to Purpose: Her True Voice," and it's mm-hmm. just like a little short ebook that's gonna be like a Kindle size, and it's just basically talking about my whole like talking about my life, like pretty much a summary of everything I've talked talk to you guys about. And then I'll be dropping some gems of like how to like overcome that and to like, you know, to, to be the best version of yourself. So mm. that's where I'm aiming at. I'm hoping by like next week that it will be on uh, Kindle or on at least have a couple copies, like uh, links I could like, pr- you know, promote for people just to read and give me some feedback and reviews. So I'm definitely excited for that as well. And then I'm hoping to launch my own digital magazine and interview other women as well who have been, you know, to share their true voice as well and start a podcast in the future. Like I've got so many ideas to uh, launch, so many ideas to like, uh, to, to marinate on, so many ideas I want to do to like just help people and just to help myself, helping myself too, because it's make it's giving me that therapeutic uh that therapy, it's giving me like a therapy, like even talking to you guys, it's like my therapy because I held it in for so long and it's just like, you know, now it's finally time to talk about it. And like, you know, hopefully it will help somebody else. So that's my, that's my whole point. <laughs> that's amazing. And I applaud you for, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone and, you know, living, living that uh, quote that you've heard. Um, Cause I, I love that quote as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually put it in one of my journals, but being comfortable and being uncomfortable um, is the way to go. And it's actually led you into doing things that you, I'm sure, never expected to do if you look at yourself 10 years from now. So I applaud you from ste- stepping out of your comfort zone and, you know, wanting to just do more and just help other introverts and um, build yourself up through the way. Um, so speaking on that, is there any closing thoughts you would like to share to actually help women or anyone that um, possibly is an introvert as well? Mm. Well, 
not I mean other than like you know be get comfortable with being uncomfortable but just even if you are an introvert like just be comfortable with who you are and there's nothing wrong completely wrong with that at all like we anybody could be an introvert or anybody could be an extrovert for somebody like me I, uh, I was always ashamed of like being an introvert and also ashamed of having this disability that to go alongside it and I thought that you know that one, if I didn't have these two qualities then maybe like life would have worked out differently for me and I would have been able to manifest things that I I wanted or would have been less would have been more bold to like get out there but then it's like I realize this is a part of who I am and it's like a superpower somebody else had mentioned so I want to use that superpower and kind of just you know spread positivity instead of using it to spread negativity and yeah. uh yeah and especially now with everything going on in the world and uh, and like I just say thank god every day that like you know I was able to be grounded and have my mother by my side to kind of just uh you know just to um encourage me and because uh, god forbid if i didn't have that like i like i was mentioning before like who knows so anyway but yeah i mean for any woman it's just like you know believe yourself and if i can do it and i could step out there and you know show the way and, and be that extrovert then i think it's possible for anyone as well yes it's amazing amazing uh Thank you so Thanks. much, Julie, for your story. And thank you for stepping out. I really applaud you for that. You know, and then that you're gonna you're gonna inspire others to be able to step out just like that, just with your testimony and you know, with your business growing and then your book that you you know that you have and you know to to our audience that are watching. Um if you're an introvert, make sure, you know. Uh, check out our video in the beginning and how she speaks on her story and how she came about to be not just an introvert, but also sort of coming out a little bit as an extrovert. Can I say that? <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, thank you again um, for coming out. And also we have a question we ask all our guest speakers. What mm -hmm. makes you uncommon? Uh, what makes me uncommon? <laughs> uh I guess just my uniqueness, uncommon uniqueness. I don't know. <laughs> uh, like, uh, like you said, like I went through school and I felt like I was the only person that was highly unique because, you know, I had, I, I was dealing with all these struggles and then I was also somebody that was always highly ambitious, a highly ambitious introvert. You know what I mean? So I, it could make, maybe that must make me uncommon or just the fact that I'm like uh, sitting here, you know, expressing my vulnerability and not everybody can do that or everybody has the will to do that. So uh, I guess just like my my will, my drive, my passion, my persistence, my ambition, and my uniqueness. <laughs> if that helps. <laughs> oh, that's amazing! Amazing. I mean, you are uncommon. Every person is uncommon. And thank you again uh, for coming on, um, Shanera. Do we have any um, um, comments from the audience? Nope, no questions from the audience. You're good okay. to go. Um, thank you again, and thank you to our audience um, that is watching. Um, make sure you come out and check out our apparel at www.uncommonwomen.net. Also, do not forget to check out our uh, YouTube channel, Uncommon Women Podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe. Also, make sure you come check me out, Instagram, Instagram Live, June 14 at 6 o'clock p.m. I will be having an amazing guest speaker where she's going to be speaking on blindness awareness. Um, and also, if 
you or anyone um, wants to come on our platform to speak on awareness, if you have a story or advocating, make sure uh, you can uh, email me at uncommon3women at gmail.com. And as well as I'm still looking for uh, someone to come on for the month of June, I am looking for currently for three awarenesses. for July. Sorry, the month of July. Uh, month of July. Thank you for the correction. For the month of July, I am looking for a cleft, cryonofacial, and psychoma awareness. Again, you can email me at uncommon3women at gmail.com and make sure you tune in next week, next Thursday at 7 p.m. for another awesome, great uh, testimony. And everyone, stay uncommon. Bye.